Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome back to Las Vegas, ho. It's the Great Sexy Tool Podcast. I'm Bethany, joined by Meek and Elizabeth, as always, holding it down. Uh, thank you to everyone who has subscribed to us on Patreon. You can catch every episode of our videos. You can see the video episodes. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so flustered today, but I'm going to keep it going. Anyway. Because, um, oh, is this Bethany or who is this? I don't even I don't know who I am right she? now, dog. If you guys are right now, I don't, this is a new person. What, what Meek, did you say? Strawberry shortcake? I don't know who she is. <laughs> this, this Spike B right here. <laughs> there we go. That's her name, Spike B. Did a little chop chop, little color, you know, little change little. over here. Look like she looks straight, she went straight hibachi on that ass, a little spice. <laughs> I, I needed... I wanted to do something different. I've always wanted to do something different, but never had the boss to do it. And then especially like living in Vegas, working in the industry, like you really couldn't really go too far outside the box with your look or you're not going to get hired. So I've always played it safe and just did, you know, my normal look and kept it tame. But I'm not doing that no more. I have officially like retired from the industry. And so with that, I can change my hair. It's my hair. I can do what I want. It's my hair. Yeah. That's so cool. How does it feel? It feels liberating, honestly. I was really nervous leading up to it. But once I sat down in the chair, I was like, you know what? Let's just go. Let's just do it. Like I didn't like watch the whole process because you know, some people just can't they wanna keep touching and feeling and looking and you know, in the mirror. No, I just you know, I made a couple videos just to kind of document this process, but you, you know, know B is it. all about the teasing. She over here making teas, like a little, give you a little curl. Yeah. When I answered the, the, the chat, all I see was her shirt. So I'm like, oh, that's a real cute shirt you got on. So I'm just thinking she writing, not thinking anything crazy. And then you popped on. She's like, I did something crazy. It was like, boom. I was like, whoa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Draw, I was draw. not expecting that. Fucking yeah. 
She's like, oh, I did something. I did a little I, thing. But I will say though, like it, it feels good, but I feel like I had to fall in love with the rest of myself Okay. to be able to do this mm-hmm. so yeah. like over the pandemic i've been wearing less and less makeup you know yeah. just really making everything as minimum as possible and you know falling in love with my features like this is what my nose is this is what my lips yeah. look like you know this is like making sure my skin is good and clear so i don't have to worry about what my skin looks like and you know being worried about what people think when they look at me like as long as i'm comfortable with how i look i can rock whatever so Yeah, that was a huge part of it. And I feel like I really love my face. I like how I look. There's things that I've been, you know, considering getting done. Like, you know, I have like, I feel like sometimes my face looks flat and I want to add a little bit more dimension by getting like fillers on the bridge of my nose to make it more, you know, give it more of a shape and maybe a little, you know, fillers in my lips. But I'm like, no, no, no. You definitely don't need no filler in no lip, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Honey. I just, I just, you know, X all that out and say, you know what? Just love the skin that you're in. When you look in the mirror, just this is, this is you, girl. Love right. that girl. You yeah. love, love her back. Treat her well. So right. Um, <clears throat> I, I concur all this because I think that's what the 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 pandemic did that for me as well. Like before the pandemic, I was like huge on wearing wigs. Like and and a part of that. Is because we are we were performers and like you know, but I I always say I'm like a performer in real life. Like every day I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna feel, so I always just switch my hair up. But like over the pandemic, I too was like, I want to get back to meek. Like I want to wear less. I want to do less. I want you know I, that feeling when you come home and you take your wig off, you take your lashes <laughs> off, and then you do you know you do the the Tisha Campbell, which you're like, hint, 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 You know what I mean? It's like you just <laughs> take it all, and then it gets to the point where it's like the person that you start with is is a completely different person that you end with, and like my my sister used to say it all the time, like, damn bitch, you be transforming, and I'm like. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with that, but like I, I start getting far away from myself as well. So I too am like, I want to wear my natural hair. I want to wear more natural hairstyles. I still love the wigs, but I'm starting to fall out of love with them. Like I'm like I try to go back and snatch that thing right off. Like, yeah, it's also like I feel like it's a not- lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people um, hide behind hair. I yeah. don't want to hide behind it anymore. Because, you know, I always wear, like, a side part and swoops over to one side. Like, I'm not a Leah nigga. Like, I, I <laughs> can pull my shit back and show my I'm fucking face. I'm not a Leah face. nigga. Right. No, like, we have beautiful bone structures. Like, we have gorgeous. Like, you pull this mm-hmm. back and you have all. And let's be honest. That's a privilege because it's not it's not a lot of motherfuckers got that type of bone structure right. where you can, like, pull your, your shit back. So, no, you are absolutely, you, you are absolutely right with, like, just embracing let me say I'm not a Leah nigga. I'm not <laughs> but embracing that. <laughs> but my, my 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 grandmother used to get she still gets pissed off at me. She's like, girl, your hair is your crown and glory. No the fuck it's not. Like I will buzz cut the fuck I've done it three times. Like I'm I'm ready to do it again. Yeah. But yeah. And I always have friends that are not afraid to like just cut all their shit off. Like my friend, she's in town We've been friends since 1999. She came out here just to take, you know, just a a mommy break, a mental health break, whatever you want to call it, like just to come out here and chill. But she is an incredible stylist. So I'm like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to let Christy do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So she's cut her hair so many times. She's shaved the side. She's worn mohawk. She's had every color in the book. And I admire that. Like my best friend, Gabby. When she went to the military, she buzzed her all her shit off, G.I. Jane style. Like Hell yeah. I have seen so many black women just say, you know what, fuck it, and cut their hair off. But I always remember it was one time I was in a sixth grade and I got like a bob. You know, it was above the shoulders, but it really wasn't like too short. And my great grandmother was like, Don't you ever do that again. Don't you ever cut your hair. But I don't know what that is with like older black women where it's like they forbade yeah. you cutting your hair. Like, what is that? Yeah, no, my, my grandma my grandma gets pissed every time I do it. Every oh. time I do it. And then she's like, I just don't get... And then the whole the, 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 the term good hair. 
yeah. that term. Like it, it makes me like it. It makes, it makes me, me crawl. It makes me itch. Yeah. Like because it's like, well, what is it? Like because it, it, it definitely doesn't refer to healthy hair because that's not what they're talking yeah. about. They're not talking about healthy hair because you can have some beta beads on your shit and it be all the way healthy. You if you put a blow dryer set, then it goes down your back. <laughs> but like when it's that shrinkage <laughs> gets you about like right here. But that's not what it is. It's more of a texture. It's honestly, it's the closest thing to white. Like if we're being honest right. with ourselves. So it's like I don't like that. I don't like that terminology when they're like, no, but you got that nice. Like what? What do I got? I don't. I don't even know what I got. <laughs> my my shit is rat brown. You know, it does what the fuck it wants to. Sometimes <laughs> it want to be thick. Sometimes it want to be thinny thin. I don't like. What are we talking about? Right? You know. Yeah. So, but my grandmother's the same, and I don't know what that's all about either. What that connection is about, like making it seem like without hair you are nothing. Right. I don't like allowing your hair to define who you are. I'm a hope being, but it's the same thing. I, it's a lot of things that's connected to being a woman. That it's a lot of labels like that, where it's like, like if you're not a woman, you're nothing. And if you're not married, you're nothing. You know what I mean? Like, like that kind of thing. Like. What is that? Like, it's I'm always something. I'm it's always some person outside of all of those things. Like, like it's like, oh, if you don't have any children, like, what, like, what's that what about? Are you like, doing? yeah, there's, what are you doing it's always going to be something where your womanhood is questioned. It's like, why would you do that? Like, a lot of women who have, you know, um, been diagnosed with breast cancer and they have to have a mastectomy. It's like, I feel like a part of me is missing because my breasts are no longer there. It's just like. You're still a woman, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's always something that's attached to our womanhood that's gonna always be scrutinized if you don't give off this wildly uh, feminine energy, right? Or or the appearance, rather. I, I bow down to both of y'all because I'm not at nowhere near at the level where I want to cut this into a bob <laughs> or <laughs> anything shorter than. I mean, my 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 hairstylist cut me dang near to my ears, and I literally had. I cried. I'm I'm not there all the way with my um confidence level of myself, but like I'm I'm getting there, but I just don't see um you yeah, know. Y'all have done it you know what? times and I and I, I don't know. I just She would be fired I'm, with a pixie. It's crazy that she won't do I'm it. She would be fired with a pixie. Maybe when I get, you know, 40 or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll think about it. But right now, this is the shortest y'all go. You know what? Out Remember the story? Remember the story you were telling us about, you know, going on Top Model? I feel like had you gone through with that show, Tyra would have fucked with you and your hair. She would have like, eh, gone. The the crazy thing that you said that is, I thought the same thing. (laughs) I was like, this is is where it's going to get real. I'm going to either stay, let her do it, or I'm going to go home. Yeah. But no, making because, such commitment like that makes you makes you it forces you to discover different different ways to um define your beauty. You yeah, know what I mean? Like it, it forces you to look at like it's and it's not it's, it's it's even outside the physical. Like it's more like no, I'm smart, I'm intelligent. Like um, you know what I mean? Like how you say spontaneity. Like all like there's different forms of like attraction and in, in, in defining someone's beauty. And when you make certain drastic changes, where like say if you were depending heavily or using it as a crutch, it forces you to actually discover yourself. You know, like yeah. what else do I got up in this bitch? <laughs> yeah. What else I got up here that I can shine? Like, and that's true because I used to think I wasn't pretty wearing ponytails like the buns I wear. I used to tell you like wearing those. I'm like I look bald headed. Like, but now I actually like my bone structure. I like my my face. But just to cut it off, I just like do a little bit every now and then. But cut it off, I don't know. It's yeah. a lot of. I'm scared. I There's bow down to you, girl, because I I'm scared. <laughs> There's this um psychologist that um I sent you guys the the link to it um it's called it's a show called impact theory and this this, uh psychologist psychologist was featured on there she just wrote a book the book name is uh the radical awakening and she speaks about this very thing and she speaks about how these standards are all placed and we spoke this on the show before but these um but that this the standard of what a woman supposed to look like and how she's supposed to act is all set by the patriarchy right and she and she and but then she goes in and she talks about how our culture has been objectified and how and then she kind of labels our culture as in what our out she said she's not black so she says it's just a woman 
but she says like the woman's culture has been objectified in so many ways. And um, she speaks about this new phenomenon that's going on that because we have this like abundance of access to things, like whether we're looking at something or being able to get something, whether it's implants, fillers, whatever, we all have these resources to get it. Just because you can get it doesn't mean you should. And so you have these people continuously like looking at like their coworkers, their friends or someone on Instagram and like, oh my God, her butt's bigger than mine. Oh my God, her waist. Oh my God, her nose. And yes, women used to do this before social media, but now you're seeing this like uproar of like, like anxiety, depression, and, and mental health is actually getting way worse because like people are constantly, they're not satisfied. Like right. the, the more access that we get to things, the more our desire, you know, grows and the more we are no, we are, we are, we become um, unsatisfied with what we have. So like, yeah, you see this person go off and like vacation in the Alps or whatever. And it's like, well, why can't I go vacation there? You know what I mean? It's like, like, just because you can don't mean that you should. And just, you know what I mean? And, like, you, it's, it's about being happy with what you started this conversation with, with, like, what we got and what we, like, us. Like, getting back to us. And she was also talking about getting back to n- nature. Like, we've come so far away from nature. Even though some of the, uh, some of the standards of the woman is, was set from nature. So, you know, like, women getting big big boobs you know like that's biological because you know it's kind of tied into breastfeeding and then that's Mm -hmm. the reason why men are drawn to them because of this you know you know biological you know what i'm saying but she's saying that like now it's gone it's kind of gone like haywire with it and we've because we're so disconnected from nature we have all this like obscene like um uh, like outrageous expectations of this standard that's set by a p- patriarchal like system. So, yeah. yeah, yes, I'm actually I haven't bought the book, but I'm definitely going to read this book because when I told you she was talking and I was like, and it was so crazy because she was getting interviewed by a white male, and it was, you know, when you can read like being being uh uh from a, a demographic that's so highly oppressed because I'm just call it what it is. You're able to tell when people are like uncomfortable or when someone is like shaking a certain way and like, and like, or like when a certain theory is presented and, and like, that means that, yes, that means that love, that was your group. (laughs) So when I say patriarchy, I'm talking about you, I'm talking about white males, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and it doesn't mean you in particular, it doesn't mean like, oh, all the white men's now, no, let's just call it what it is. Like we gotta, we gotta talk about the masses. Yeah. You, him as a white male, he was, he's a really good wife. He, you know, he supports his wife. and I mean, he's a really good husband. He supports his wife and so on and so on. But we're not talking about you. We're talking about who who set the standard, who benefits the most from this standard, who is highly oppressed from this standard. And when you talk about that love, it's the white male that is benefiting and it's the black female that is highly oppressed. So we got to call it what it is. You know, yeah. yes, it's going to make you uncomfortable because that means that you're going to have to if you acknowledge this, that means you're going to have to change some things about yourself, which everyone's not comfortable with, but yeah. So speaking on that, like, have you guys ever not done a certain, like bought a certain outfit or done your hair a certain way because of how a man that you're dating or, you know, men around you, what they would think about it? Yes. I wouldn't say I wouldn't buy it. It's just the fact that I've talked about this plenty of times. Um, being in a relationship with somebody who didn't allow me to wear certain things because he thought it was trashy or something like that. Or, but I still bought yeah. it. I was nervous, like, you know, telling my boyfriend now, like, yeah, I'm going to cut my hair. And he was like, go for it. Like, he was super excited for this whole process to go ahead and start. Like, he's been calling me all day, like, can I see? Like, you know, yeah. and I'll keep, like, declining the call because I want to give, like, this big grand reveal. But, um... I've been fortunate that that men in my life have always been like all for it, except I will say when I was about 15, I wanted to color my hair and my dad was like, absolutely not. And so instead of coloring my hair, 
I got um I had my hair done in a quick weave and it was like a, a long ombre. And once he saw it, he fell in love with it. So I was like, I don't know what some people have in mind maybe, when you say that you're going to make a, a huge change. Maybe dad doesn't want you to damage your hair at a young age. Maybe he's thinking like that. Maybe he's not thinking Because I want like, to say, if you had a 15-year-old daughter, would you allow, like, you, you would probably guide guide her decision. Right. But, like, if someone Me doesn't too. have that vision and it's like, I want to dye my hair, like, it's a huge commitment. Yeah. And it's probably not something that your dad was very, you know, like, you know, like, like knew much about where he'd be like, okay, that's cool. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. I just right. remember the conversation. And every time I tried to explain, like, no, I'm not going to show up with like purple hair. It was just like, no, I just want something very light. And he just kept cutting me off. Like I couldn't even explain or show a picture or anything. Cause do you guys remember when Aaliyah wore her hair? She had like, like a real soft ombre. That's mm -hmm. all I wanted. I just wanted something like that. And he was just like cutting me off. Like, no, no. I said, no, you can't color your hair. But we didn't live in the same house. So once I went and bought some weave and did the hair in the way that I wanted, I, that was my way of saying like, this is what it would look like. And he fell in love with it. He was like, oh, it looks good. You look good mm -hmm. with your hair like that. It's like, okay, like I had to show you. <laughs> but I feel what like that's like. a lot. I feel like that's a lot of men, like even like the, yes. for the lovers and all that, we'd be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And, um, and they'd be like, oh, no, hell no. Nah. Like that's going to look hood. That's going to look, you know? And a lot of times it's just about the way you like finesse it and, you know, add your swag to it. We'd be like, dang, it actually don't look that bad. Cause I've been, I've had that conversation where I'm like, I'm going blonde and it's like, mm. and a lot of black men be like, yeah, you know, Black women look crazy with blonde hair. Like, leave that to the white women. It's just like, bro, like, black women, we come in all different shades and hair types and hair colors. Like, don't try to put us in this box. Right. I mean, you know, you. I know you guys have seen, like, online when a black woman colors her hair blonde. Uh, white women will use that, like, oh, you know, if you didn't want to be, like, white women so bad, why do you color your hair blonde? Or why, why do you wear straight weave or blah, blah, blah? It's like, no, honey, this is... Mm, yeah. We, yeah. We should be allowed to experiment with our hair and our looks I, and, and find what we like and not have to always base it off of what somebody is going to say once we have the style. Right. But I think, I think, I think there's, like... um. This this is kind of it's I don't want to say double sided but there's like two two streams or two roads to this because we do have our sisters that depend heavily on their weaves where they like I ain't going nowhere unless I got yeah. my weave in and it has to and it has to look natural as possible with the little leave out like you got you do have those girls and I and I and and with that I'm like yeah of course you need to learn to get comfortable with yourself but I think like where we are right now with the black woman. This is a part of being black. This is a part of being a black woman. Like this is this is no longer me trying to em emulate or imitate anybody. This is who I am. Like we come in different shapes and sizes, but also we express ourselves because we are so highly oppressed through our how we wear our hair, how we wear our clothes, how we you know what I mean? Like we mm -hmm. learn to express ourselves in different ways. So like me putting on a blonde wig is being a black woman. Me wearing my 20, 40 inch long weave is being a black woman. Having a short pixie is being a black woman. I am not trying to look like or be like nothing else because guess what? The whole world has stripped me and has tried to emulate and imitate me. Yes, so, we are the tastemakers of the world. I will always absolutely. say this. We are the tastemakers of the world. Everything that we do is eventually deemed cool and popular. And it may are, not be on a black woman, but it starts from us, from a, it's from our absolutely, culture. Absolutely. And also, like, it starts, exactly, start from our culture. Because I'm about to say, we also are the queens of turning shit and turning it into fucking glitter. You understand? Like, like so many of our, like, <laughs> so many of our, you know, creations come from the world giving us scraps and us saying, you know what? I'm going to turn this crap and I'm going to fucking work with this shit. You know what I mean? And then the world be like, how the fuck did she do that? I'm like, it actually is pretty hot. Yeah, bitch. Yep. Like, I turned something into nothing all day, every day. You know what I like? I, I'm going to do a little uh, segue here. You know what I like? Um, Hallie and Chloe. 
the singers. They, you know, came into the game with their beautiful dreadlocks. I think it's just so dope that these girls are rocking such a natural style. They're super talented. Um, and I think people are really taking to Chloe um, really tough. Haley's doing her thing. She's going to be playing Ariel in the live action uh, Mermaid. Um, I'm not sure exactly how. Is it going to be like a movie or like a show or something? Or I'm not sure. But she's going to be playing Ariel. You could be Ariel now. I mean, <laughs> okay, under the sea, bitch. Under the sea, bitch. Yes. But <laughs> Chloe Bailey was trending, um, but she, she performed on Soul of a Nation on Juneteenth. It was like a Juneteenth um, tribute to Black Life celebration. And she performed uh, Nina Simone's um, I'm Feeling Good. Isn't that the name of the song, right? I'm Feeling Good. So, her performance was really uh, sexy <laughs> and people were giving very mixed reviews on her performance. Some people were absolutely here for it because the girl is talented. She can sing, she's giving body, she can dance. She is a great live performer. And you can tell like when she is performing, you can see that she become someone else kind of like a I won't say like it's an alter ego or anything but she just really turns up differently than her sister when they are performing but some people thought it was way too racy for the program that it was being that it was soul of a nation it was Juneteenth and they just were not feeling her performance because some people called it burlesque and I was just like why this is making me itch can I say that I haven't even seen the performance yet, but I've just felt like the internet and these negative people just been giving her shit. The more comfortable she is in her body and doing her own little thing. Like she's growing into this, she's blossom blossoming, blossom bitch. Blossom. How do you say it? Blossoming. Uh, blossoming. blossoming. <laughs> into this this woman, this beautiful woman. And just let her be free. Leave her alone. She's not doing. She's not out shaking her. I mean, even if she was how, shaking her ass. How out. dare a black woman just let her herself. embrace? Embrace. Like, how dare a black woman embrace herself? Like and be comfortable in her beautiful and, body. And why? Like, cause like people always have her trending all the time, you know. And the thing I love about her is that in a in a world full of um of uh factory built bodies you know uh build a body bitches build a body <laughs> bitches <laughs> and a world full of build a body bitches build a body. you have this 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 you know this beautiful young lady grow up and like she just starts to like fill out and instead of hiding she's like fuck this shit i'm embracing and i'm just gonna do me and the thing i love about it is that like i don't feel I, the energy I feel from her I don't feel like she's putting on or she's like seeking approval she's like I'm gonna right. do this whether you like it or not so you either gonna fuck with me or you're not thing that I don't like about this is that why is it when it comes down to black history do we not include african-american women in the sense of our liberation and yeah. where we come from you know like and I feel like a lot of Black men have a hard time with that. Like they think that <laughs> they think that. Oh no, I see eye to eye with you on every. No, actually, you don't. There's a part of this where like your dick comes in, <laughs> and it's some shit that you just don't understand. And so I thought uh, the irony of the whole um, of the whole performance was I would say was like, how she gonna do this to Nina? How she gonna? So love you, might you obviously don't know who Nina Simone really was. Because if you knew who she was, you would know that during her time, she was a rebel. She was the one who stood against the machine, whether it was a man or whether it was racism, and said, fuck you. That was who Nina was. So for you to sit here and say, how she, uh-uh, you know what? I love the performance, but uh, wrong song, sis. No, right song. I'm feeling good. I'm like... Birds in, the, birds in the sky, you know how I feel. I'm feeling good. And it, I felt like it was like one of those things where it was like, I'm feeling, I, I love who I am. Like, I'm comfortable with who I am. I don't give a fuck what the patriarchy, you know, system. I don't care about no racism. Like, I love who the hell I am. And I'm going to fucking rock this whole, this whole performance out. And y'all going to watch me. Y'all going to fucking yeah. watch me. So Yeah. 
Yeah, you're, you're so right. Like when it comes to women and their liberation, especially when I guess, but I, you know what? Before I even go there, I feel like when young girls start to feel out, it's like people start to take immediate action to suppress it. Like, how dare you have this these ass and titties and be okay with it? No, right. you need to dress this way. You right. need to wear these type of clothes. You need to cover yourself. You need to, you know, dress in a way that doesn't show your shape because, you know, men are going to be looking at you this way. And then you got grown women who are looking at these little girls like, oh, she must be fast because like they automatically sexualize a little girl for filling out this is what her body right. is doing and right. it's like oh what are we what are these kids eating and drinking these days for their bodies to be looking like that like my i hate hearing that i like, really what is it. that like yeah. what is that, that? i'll be looking at people like what are yeah. you talking and, and for those who haven't seen the performance she it's just her the stage she got this bomb ass sequence full body like, she is covered. Cat suit. Full body cat suit on. Okay? Like, there's no kind of skin, no nothing. And she is working every single butt. And the vocals is on point and everything. And in my mind, they like, they's like, yeah, but, you know, like, on Juneteenth? You're damn right on Juneteenth. Like, what the fuck? Like, what you, on, on what day should we do this? Like, and that's what I mean by, like, African-American women, you know, our movement, our, like, where we come from and our, and, um, and, you know, our struggle, like, when is that going to start being included and celebrating the African-American, you know, why is it that we always got to be these, like, none, you know, shell, mm -hmm. you know, covered, you know, like, if you see, it, it, it's like when you, when you envision a woman that's a part of the movement, right, the African-American movement, you know, she got her fro, she got maybe a dashiki or some shit on, she's covered mm -hmm. all the way, you know, maybe with a lipstick and some lashes. And it's like, nothing to those sisters. Like, you can express yourself how you ex want to express yourself. But I want to take it a little bit further because I, yes, yeah, some people might not, you know, might not agree with me. I really don't give a fuck. But I believe that the black woman was the first to be ever to be created. So it, with that said, I, I like to uh, celebrate her and celebrate myself um, in my entirety, in my nudity, in the full shape that I was, I was, you know, born within, which means my body. Like I should not have like to make who comfortable to make you comfortable right. because you can't, you can't, you can't control your desire. You don't have that kind of control over yourself. So I got to make you comfortable. Motherfucker, please. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Motherfucker, please. I wish Leave I would. Leave that little girl alone, dog. Leave her alone. Let her be herself. Yeah. Like, I, I overheard a conversation. Uh, it was these two guys. Um, I, I was at an airport in like the bar area. And so I guess one of the men, um, he was expecting a little girl, him and his wife. And his uh, he was like, man, you ain't scared like to be having a little girl. Because he, this man mentioned that this other guy's wife was shapely. He was like, you ain't nervous like she going to grow up to be shaped like your wife? And he was like, yeah, man, it's making me feel some kind of way because I'm going to have to buy me a shotgun, keep men away, and blah, blah. It's like, why are you so concerned about your unborn daughter's future body? It made me so uncomfortable my, to hear my, this conversation. My, uh, my child's father <laughs> said the same exact thing. You know, yeah. Yeah, he did. So what did you say? I was just like, like, well, she's blessed. I don't know what to tell you. Like, he's like, oh, I got to get a gun. I'm like, that ain't even, that ain't even a big deal to do. Like, you think it's too far out. Let her be a little girl. And he just be like, Let, exactly. he just keeps looking at her and he's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I guess it's just like his fear of like, you know. Guys like him wanting I'm his. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, that shit is weird, fellas. <laughs> no, okay, it's weird, weird it to project weird, but... that fear onto someone so innocent, and you sitting here just like, oh, when you know, I need to prepare her for the real world and blah blah. No, allow these little girls to have a fucking childhood. Right, and yeah. what I what I was gonna say is, I always say this, and I know you're gonna you you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, e when I say it, but. A lot of these men, you know, understand what the mission is, but do not understand how to 
either hold the position or fulfill the mission. And what I mean by that is like, you realize that like having a girl, yeah, that's something special and that this world is cruel and this world will, especially having a black a black girl that this world will try to exploit her in some type of way that's it's nothing wrong with that like i understand that you know and there actually is some truth to that but these men because of this patriarchal system are not giving the proper tools or proper resources or information on how to protect their children it's not about it's not about suppressing what she has it's about you know what i mean like giving her more understanding of the world or you know like you know, being more cautious of who you bring your daughter around in the circle yes. that she's engaged in. Like, it's stuff like that. It's not holding, about like, oh. Holding other men accountable. Holding other men and accountable. And teaching them to hold their children accountable. Their, raising yes, sons to be exactly. proper. Correcting, correcting, correcting foul play when you hear it or where you see it. You know what I mean? Like, like you take those actions. You won't have to worry about your, your precious little girl. But that's not what's being told it's like oh no don't you dare wear that oh my gosh she got a butt like did it you know what i mean like <laughs> she can't she can't wear leggings what do you what the fuck you mean she can't wear leggings like yep. you know like stuff like that i've had i've, I've heard no, like, it he, where, like those are the exact same things like her dad says like dealing with a little girl like certain things like i'm okay with not her not wearing like dresses and stuff to school and stuff like that but like her not wearing leggings and you know what i'm saying certain clothes and I just it's like constantly is telling him like she's a girl like she's not about to be just in sweatpants all day like a little boy or jeans you know what I'm saying just like you know it's the process of trying to get him to understand that you know let her be who she is uh, with certain things like he doesn't want her wearing certain hairstyles and stuff like that I'm like wait what question question (laughs) you tripping Uh, does he have an issue with her wearing like a two piece swimsuit yes. I've seen he that said, a lot. Whenever kids, grown. he says it's too grown. Mm-hmm. How? Please explain this to me, because the he little boys, grown. because the little boys can wear he swim trunks. Like, um, it's, she's, it's, she's, it's too grown. She don't want to dress like you. Like, what is that? Okay, now that, that's a that's a backhanded <laughs> compliment, but and that's a whole other conversation because I was about to call him something, but I ain't gonna do that. Um. But Here the reason go. why, yeah, yes, but that. it's a double standard because because the boys can put on swim trunks and take their shirts off. You know, mm-hmm. even though at that age, the boys and girls are kind of built the same. You know what I mean? Like, there's no there's no flesh or boobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? There. So it's like, what do you mean that's grown? Like, that doesn't make, that's, <laughs> to me, that's stupid. That's very stupid. And it's very um, elementary and it shows it's where. It's very I archaic. It's like, very barbaric. That? It's very barbaric. Like, so, okay. Another yeah, question. Man. Does he have an issue with her wearing her hair straightened? Because some, mm. I feel like when white little girls, I, they can wear their hair straight. But when it comes to a little girl getting her hair straight, like, oh, that's too grown. I would never let my little girl wear her hair like that. Like men and women, especially, I hear it mostly from women. Like she should be wearing women. her hair straight. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. No, I don't. I don't allow her to wear her hair straight yet because I want her to be able to ask to do that on her own. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. damage her hair, let her case stay natural as possible. I don't want to apply heat to her unless she asks for it. But we haven't got to that conversation of her wearing her hair straight at all. It was more, It's more of clothes than anything. But yeah, I don't allow her to wear her hair straight until she's, she asks me, does she want to? And if she does, I'm going to let her. But if, until then, I just wanted her to stay natural. Because you know you don't know what you have, and you know until you start getting older and start seeing things, and maybe she just wants to be natural for the rest of her life. I don't, whatever she want to do. Yeah. You know what's so crazy is that um, women, because women add to this shit. You know, yes. That, that, that was in that book about how women add to the patriarchal system. But anywho, yeah. Um, how women and men do all this, you know, uh, uh, repress. Uh, oppression and suppression and all that extra shit when it comes to like especially black girls but guess what the creep still lingers you know what I mean like guess what your girl you this is gonna sound real raw and real like oh my god meek but that pedophile is still looking at your daughter even if she got sweats on 
You get what I'm trying yep. to say? Like yep. that that those like they still linger around and and her not wearing a two piece bikini like oh well that would just no it's not no it's not it was and, and the reason why it's not is because um it's because like it's not it's not being addressed in certain conversations. You got people that speaking in a pedophile way and don't realize that they're doing that and and they're never called the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, it, 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 you may not intend to be like, oh yeah, I want to sleep with little girls and nothing like that. No, it, that might not be the intention, but it still it still starts with just a thought. You know, so when <laughs> y'all go around here talking about just, you know, wrap the girl in a sheet, wrap the girl in a sheet and put her away in a closet, guess what? The pedophile, they, they are still out there. This it's, the, it's a world full of fucking creeps waiting, just waiting. waiting. Yeah. All right, you scare me. You're such a... No, I'm serious. I mean, it's best to just inform your child and also to make sure and to check certain situations, protect your children by, by like, if your friend has like, it's kind of like, it's kind of similar to racism. And this is the part of it when it comes down to, to like, uh, the feminist, I don't, I don't, cause I don't consider myself a feminist. I'm just, I'm just a woman. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not even like a feminist movement type of thing. Um, is that I don't understand it's like why men just don't, especially black men, why why they just have a hard time relating because it's similar to racism. When you got that friend, that that white friend or that other or that friend of a different ethnicity in your group of friends and they drop a racist ass joke, what are you supposed to do? You call their ass out on it and say, yo, hey, that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, and granted, that person might not be race racist. They just heard a joke, thought it was funny, and wanted to, you know, share with their friends. And you let them know, like, uh, no, that it's the same thing. Let's go ahead and take that same logic, apply it to being a woman. And if you got someone that's over here that's like sexually objectifying ki- kids or women that are way out of their, you know, out of their age bracket and stuff, mm-hmm. or or saying <laughs> something that is like misogynistic, men, men correct them. Say something. Say something. Correct them. Something like, say something. Like, dog, she's 14 years old. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, for example, let's say, like, you know, it's two guys hanging out, and you see, like, a 15-year-old girl walk by, and you know she's, like, 15, like she's walking home from school or something, and your boy makes a comment about her body. It's like, nigga, no. why? You need like, to check it immediately. Like, immediately. why would you even, like, wh- why is that even a thing? I remember when this whole, like, R. Kelly thing was happening. I found it really baffling that it took so long for people to catch on. Like, it took the whole uh, Surviving R. Kelly documentary for niggas to come around. It wasn't like, okay, that first story, okay. No, the second, no. It took the whole fucking series and people telling their stories and crying and being emotional and then being called out, you know, people, you know, still, oh, no, I still team R. Kelly because, you know, I I can still listen to his music. And it's just like, why do you not take, you know, these women, um, their stories and their pain and apply that to say, you know what, this is wrong. You shouldn't have to be like, well, I have a daughter, so that's why it's wrong. No, you could be, not a, you know, not have any children, not have a daughter, not have sisters or you know, people close to you that say if this happened to them, then I can relate. No, you should be able to relate anyway. And right. when people aren't able to connect and have any sort of compassionate, that's an issue that you need to call your people out on like immediately. But it's like it's definitely a common practice, and in the in the pattern within that is that the the people that don't have any control of the situation, which i.e. people who are black. I don't have control over how mm-hmm. melanated I am or the fact I got boobs or I got an ass. Like, th- those people are the ones that are commonly faulted for the wrongdoing of those who yeah. honestly have a choice in their actions, which yeah. is fucking ass back. It's like, oh, you were raped? Well, what were you wearing? It's like, bitch, that's not the Dick, bitch. What's going on? Okay. Um, so let's kind of segue out of this, you know, this topic yeah. here. Um, so I posted a meme to our crazy, sexy, cool page and it got quite the reaction out of the fellas. So, um, the meme said, men don't even appreciate a good panty and bra set. Take those off. It's like, did you even look at it with the eye roll emoji? And so the- <laughs> The responses were really um, 
mixed. Like some guys are like, who cares about lingerie? Like, what's the point? Like, it doesn't matter. It's coming off anyway. I'd rather you just have on like a big t-shirt or, you know, you know, some guys don't care if you got a bonnet on and you, but okay. Before we even go there. So there, it was the other side where it was like, you know, I appreciate a woman doing that and showing me like she cares about how she looks and, you know, how she presents herself or whatever. But then there was also some guys who were like, women wear lingerie or present lingerie at the wrong time. So <laughs> I know. Did I know. they go further? I want to know yes. what that's about. Yeah. What okay, is, what so is that? what is that about? So, okay. One response. The wrong time. He said, you're not supposed to present it right before sex. Lingerie is for lounging around or when you're like something to kind of tease as you're like getting dressed or going somewhere or even like if you're in public and you kind of want to like flash a little something like, look what I got on under this type situation. And I was like, so when is the proper, besides that, what's the proper way to present lingerie? He was like, there is a proper way. Uh, a lot of women reveal their lingerie right before sex and wonder why the guy takes it right off. So I guess some guys want you to kind of like tease, tease them with it. The tease. I get that. This keeps coming up. This is this is this keeps coming up. I, I, like I feel like I'm not I'm not trying to like you know you know um, uh, detour like off of this topic because it kind of goes together. But I think. Just like how foreplay, how we broke down how foreplay works for us, how it like it's not just about the couple of minutes or whatever before sex. It's actually like it starts when we wake up. Yeah, all day, day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All day. So it's kind of similar where it's like the tease is kind of like a all day thing. Right. Yeah. Oh. And I absolutely get it. But um, some guys are like, you know what? I need to do better. Instead of, you know, just taking it right off, compliment her. Like, say, oh, this looks nice. You know, try to take your time before you just, like, okay, take all that shit off. Take it off. Yeah. No, I feel it. Because be, before that comp compliment of that guy, I was going to say that, like, it kind of goes to those those dudes that don't really put much into foreplay. Like, and sometimes, like, women like me, personally, I love laundry. Um. <laughs> Girl, we went Me into that. Look. We went yeah. into Honey, whatever that thing is, that new lingerie store that's at the mall. Yeah. And yeah. when I tell you I wanted to spend all my coin, but I'm like, I ain't got nobody really up. Colors and it's good shit. You understand? Yeah. But I was like, the, the one of the garter pieces was, was 200 The other one was like like 300 So it was like some real fancy shit. And I'm like, mm -hmm. if, I, if I had somebody, I would, you know do that but I don't and so yeah but I'm huge on lingerie but sometimes it's not for the dude sometimes the lingerie is for me because me especially being a single mom I, I walk around in sweats big t-shirts all day sometimes I gotta remind myself who the fuck I am you know what I mean? Like, and get myself all dolled up and dressed up and be like, well damn, bitch. Like, yeah, is, you know? Yeah. It's but kind of preheating like yourself. Right. But then when your man be like, okay, take that off, you be like, like, damn, nigga, the fuck did you see? Can I you want to see how I make my ass look? No? Okay. Uh, but at the same time, I get what the guys are saying, but what if it's a situation when, like, it's your first time, like, hooking up? So you're not able to just lounge around. You're not able to just, like... Um... I had a situation with a guy who... It wasn't the first time that, like, we brought to the, you know, fuck. And I had on a bathing suit. I had on lingerie, and he literally told me to just, you know, take it off. I literally got... I got irritated. I got, I got dry because... I'm like, I wanted the whole little, you know, I like to um role play. So I wanted to do the whole role play thing. And I literally didn't want to do it anymore because he didn't even, I don't know. In my mind, it's like, dang, what the fuck? Like, I'm just like a back to me thinking I'm a piece of meat. Like, you just take it all off. You just want right. to see me, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to. No, it, just, it literally took my mind to a different place. Like, mm, and I, I think know. that's what like, the girl in the meme was trying to hint at. Like, hey, like, look at me. I'm more than just like a hot piece of ass. Like, look at me in this lingerie. I look good, right? 
Some sometimes I don't know about y'all, but like in past like sexual encounters, I felt like the dude was just like just drawn to my pussy. Like if I could detach her and just I put mean, her on the sh- like and just be like right here. Like, it, it would just be them. You know what I'm saying? And I think, like, with the lingerie, it's more like you you pay attention to all of this. It's, it's like like we like we mentioned before, like, we uh, people love to be desired, love to be, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I want you to desire me, motherfucker. Like, I need you to be, like, you know, want to risk it all. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, I... I like to keep it on as long as possible, even while having sex. Like sometimes, look, just move the panties to the side. Oh, God, it just is slide them hoes over. It is something it, about this movement right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's or or when oh they use God. when they use the panties oh, and yeah. hold on to it like oh. a harness type. <laughs> hey, yes. Do it again. Oh, My nipples just got hard. I need y'all to stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, lingerie is like an accessory. Like, you can use the, like, the straps on the broad a you certain way. Or you wear fishnet and they just tear a hole through rip them hole. Yes. You know what? Fuck that shit. I can just go buy three more. Don't worry about it, babe. That is, <laughs> I just go buy three more. Like, oh. And look, like, a lot of guys don't even understand. Like, I've- there's been times where, there was one time where I wore um, a dope panty bra set, but I wanted to keep it on, like I said, as long as possible. He didn't even get a chance to see that the underwear was crotchless. So it was like, no, I'll take that. Like, no, you can, you can access, access here, bro. Like, yes, I was thinking about man. you when I put this on. So I was like, oh, nigga, you get the fuck. Man, you listen, I like it. I mean, I'm like, and I know you can relate to this. I'm like, uh, man. Like when you do the, you know, the robe with the heels, got the guard, like it's, mm. I'm hair. You know me, I, I get my, I get my collars, I get my collars custom made. So like, yeah, they fit, they fit a certain way, one. honey. I got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I get my collars custom made, baby. Listen, like, and then I, they had this one. What that be? What that hitting for? What the collar? Yeah, I ain't trying to collar. Do, do you like getting choked? Yeah, not okay. where I can't breathe, but no, 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 because it hits, it hits like if when you get it, when you get it custom made, it, it when it gets yanked, it hits, it hits like perfectly. It hits the right pressure point. It's like the right pressure point. Yeah, like I tell you, one of my best things ever was getting. I know this is gonna sound so um, fuck it, anywho. But one of my best things that I loved and it was it felt so good was getting hit from the back with a leash like like I had a leash connected to the collar and he was pulling the leash while he was hitting it from the bitch (laughs) see that's what I'm saying it's just something like it's just isn't something that just covers your body it's an accessory it's an expression it's like especially if you have something and you bought it with this person in mind yes wanted them to be able to use it like when it comes to leashes and collars and straps and different things that you can use like you're thinking about the act too like yes and my i never knew what the hell he was gonna do with it but i knew he knew what to do with it Mm, see see Oh, that, that 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 was that was meant for somebody. That was meant for somebody. Like the guy just literally just has to be into you and all of you in order for you know to you to wanna for you to have the lingerie and him to use all those I wanna I wanna say what tools he has to kinda like wanna be into you, right? Because like another yeah, nigga and I think and I'm mean, Having laundry, you have laundry on. They they don't give fuck because it's like there are right. a lot of vanilla guys who are it afraid are, of are, are grown men. Are you? Know, yeah, I, I'm about to say I got I got niggas that would fucking like that would you know eat my dirty drawers that still don't know how to handle a leash or you know what I mean drink my bath water and shit that 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 don't know it's either it's it's in you it's not it's not. <laughs> It's not on you. It's in you, player. Like, it's either you got it or you don't. And I will say this. The price point on the lingerie goes up, the better the, you know what I'm saying, the experience is. Baby, if you... We see. 
Yes. <laughs> the price point goes up because, yeah, you might get a little cheap thing, you know, maybe just or maybe a matching bra and panty. You get mad. That's, that's like the that's like the basic. That's just that's Your the little, that's tier one. Target set. That's, that's tier one. Tier like two, they match. Might, yeah, they match. Tier two, you might get the matching garter with maybe a die high. That's tier two. When we start getting to tier four, tier five, baby, them things. Are wait, 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 well, wait, I got wait, a question wait, for y'all. What's in that? What's in that? What's 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 uh besides your lingerie? What's in that overnight bag that y'all take? That's like your special, the thing well, you like must use when when you're going to his okay. he is his house. Let's say I'm going there. I'm going straight there. What is in my overnight bag is what I'm wearing yeah, home. The, the bag, bag, something you're gonna use sexually. It's, it's, no, it's what I'm wearing home. <laughs> no, it's, like, I'm, I'm going to actually. I'm going to show up in exactly what I want to present myself in. So I'm not like changing clothes or taking some. No, I'm a. If I want to show up in some like thigh high fuck me boots and lingerie under a coat, whatever, then that's what it is. And then in my little bag, I was like, okay, I got my toothbrush. <laughs> I got some, uh, like a dress to put on real quick so I can, you know, and be out. Like it's, that's it really. I, and in that bag, I might put like a little vibrator or something in there, you know, just to have a little bit of extra fun. But yeah, I show up like ready. Like the experience is I can't got show it. up off the plane ready, so I gotta, I gotta come and sweat. Never done that. Get that, nah. Uh, be you the queen of that. We give. We I, I can't. I can't. Um, yeah. You the queen of that. You are definitely the that. queen. Not doing that. <laughs> I, I plan the outfits in advance. Like even okay, let's say you're flying, right? You can fly and whatever, right? But you can have something in your carry on and change into it. Even like if he come pick you up from the airport or you take an Uber there, like whatever, car service, whatever. But you can prepare for that at the airport. Because there's been times. I'm like, I'm hot. That's, pretty, that's pretty fucking hot. I, I, me too. I be wanting to shower after I get off the plane. I, want to shower. I do too. But, you know. But I do understand them short LA flights. It's kind of different. Exactly. A little bit it's different. Crazy. It's like it's only 30 minutes. It's only 30 minutes. So. Real quick. Especially like he come and pick you up and you can like have something on and kind of like reveal what you're wearing while he's driving. You know what I mean? Like there's ways to do okay. it. I am definitely adding that to the list. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> oh my God. Because you know, you can't wear it through the airport because of course you're going through TSA and I'm like, you have to take your coat off. It's like, look, I can't do that right now. So <laughs> right. Like, wait, yeah. wait, you, <laughs> you change real quick and then you know, when he come pick you up from passenger pickup, you know, do it. Have y'all, have y'all, y'all, y'all done that? Um, roadhead. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't successful. It was just like the way that his truck was set up. I couldn't really get it in like I wanted to. It would have been like way too obvious and terrible. I couldn't get comfortable I've done on the freeway, but you know. What? Like a, a long, a long ride in, in, at nighttime on, in the um, carpool lane. <laughs> See, no, because some some guys are not good drivers, and I'd be nervous. Like I might really fuck him up, and we're gonna be on the news. Like couple went, you know, hit the median going one twenty five. It's like what the fuck were they doing? Couple slowing down in the middle of traffic. It's definitely <laughs> Well, uh, man, man parked in the middle of I-15. Nigga didn't need to crash. The nigga slowed down and just parked. He said, you know what? Fuck this shit. I think, <laughs> I'm going to be real. I think Roadhead is overrated. It's uncomfortable for me. Yeah. I've never been in a position where I could really just, like, do my thing. Yeah. No. And niggas no. be awkward, too. Like... I don't know what to do, and like you know, holding the steering wheel all funny and shit. Like, nah, what they do, Bethany? What, what they do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> They sit there breaking, trying to put the dick. Nah, I'm cool. I'm cool on all that, dog. Let's just wait till we can really do what to do. I mean, a hand, a, a hand job, cool. Do that. Because no, you can okay. control that a little bit better. <laughs> but yeah. 
Um, so before we wrap up this episode, does any of you guys have a quote for us this week? Let's speak up. Let's come. Let's, let's make up one. Let's My go. black is beautiful. My black is beautiful. All of it. All of the black. And to to go off of that, when people talk about like Black Lives Matter and Black, you know, unity. No, we're talking about all black people and all aspects of it. You just can't say some of it matters. All of it really has to matter when it comes to how, I don't care how you're shaped, your complexion, your hair, your sexuality. We all fucking matter and we all have to love each other and show more unity (laughs) and camaraderie because I feel like we're getting away from that. Like, I'm gonna be real, when I see black people out, I'm gonna always give a head, like even when I'm wearing my mask, I give people head nods, I, I always speak. Cause I feel like, you know, being from the South, I've been around black people my whole life and moving out to Vegas, I feel like sometimes I just don't see enough black people. So when I do, I'm gonna always acknowledge. Cause that's kind of like a Southern thing. It's like, oh, what's up? You give a head nod, you give a, you know, whatever, just to say, like, I see you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have a question before we close out. Mm-hmm. Would y'all be down to do a challenge where we take pictures, like whatever pictures you post on Instagram, you do it without a filter? You know what? Yes, I'm down, and I see that it's a trend. I see a lot of like, uh, I guess, quote unquote, influencers going outside of that. Like even Gabrielle Union posted like a whole series of selfies and you can tell all of them were untouched. Like no filter, no smoothing of the skin and you know, trying to- No filter, no makeup. No, it's not like it's- No, 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 you can have makeup, but it's just no filter. She had gotten her hair done and her makeup done or whatever. She looked nice, but you can tell this came straight from the fucking camera. She didn't add nothing to it. This is what she looks like. It was just like a selfie and you could tell like she looks great, hair, makeup and everything, but it was no editing to it. And I thought it was so dope. And I'm starting to see it more and more where women are posting pictures. They're not, you know, trying to smooth out the cellulite or crop out a roll or whatever. It's like, no, this is what a real body looks like. This is what skin really looks like in the daylight. Because like I was, I think, you know, I mentioned this on the episode before with us working at the pool and a very popular pool at that, when these women would show up and you see what they look like in real life, in that heat and in that sun. And they melt. They melt. Like the wicked witch. It is not a good look. So, like, show people what you really look like out here in these streets. It's really okay. It's really okay. Like, if a guy sees you, he's like, oh, when I saw her on Instagram, she ain't have all. No, niggas, like, oh, well, you know, she got a little cellulite. That's cool. Whatever. It ain't going to keep niggas from, like, hollering at you at all. (laughs) At all. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I like that. I'm down. For sure. Some of my pictures don't have um, edited on the too that's posted, but I mean, not me right now. Y'all see me bare all the time. Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like when we do these videos, like this is what we look like. I, yeah. There's no filter on these videos. This is this is us, dog. So yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Who I am. Who I me is, child. Are you gonna love it. Or, or not. Or Lee. Or All right. Thank you to everyone that has subscribed to us on YouTube, on who follow us on social media. Crazy Sexy Cool Pod on all platforms. And also crazysexycoolpod.com where you can find everything there. Every link that you need is right there on that beautiful website. Link is in the bio on Instagram. Y'all, we definitely need a new photo shoot because the strawberry over here is this is a whole oh, different. Oh, it's so different. Oh, God. <laughs> strawberry over here. I, we definitely like starting to look like a girl group. Yeah, man. Something's different. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Until next week. Peace.
our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.